live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, everybody. You are locked and loaded at 5 p.m. here on LFA TV. This is live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. And I'm here with my boy, producer Eli, so rumble that video. We are honored and blessed to be here. Thank you, God. All glory to God. Man, are we on a move here on LFA TV with all of you. Let's do some live shout-outs. L. Dooley is in the building. Lord Fishy, Susie Q, JL Jazz, She-Cat. Tim11, Wayland01. How you doing, Wayland? You're in the building. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate that. True International and the Pressure is in the house. I love that name. Trisha Santos, thank you for being here. J.K. Alba is in the building. Red October. Calibanter, I love it. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Mama, how you doing? We just got a new monthly rumble ranter. Eric Richards. Eric Richards, 99. What's up? Kong is in the building. Hop for Freedom is in the building. Suzanne Vermontes. Kim Flip 6. Illinois in the building. That is my home state. That is my home state. Thank you very much. My picture with Trump was better than yours. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. You had a great picture. Great job. Cheryl Bryant, Joe from Nebraska, and Dr. Mike. How you doing? Welcome to Live from America. We really, really appreciate you joining in tonight. We do got a um, a, a packed show for you, so I want to get right to the nit and gritty of things, folks. Um... Pride Day, Pride Week, then to Pride Month, and now Dr. Richard Rachel Levine, the tranny HHS Assistant Secretary, says, I think we ought to have a Pride Summer. They want to extend Pride Summer, all of summer, to be Pride. Let it all hang out, I guess they say. Oh, my name is Admiral Rachel Levine. And I have the honor of being the Assistant Secretary for Health at the United States Department of Health and Human Services. Happy Pride. Happy Pride Month. And actually, let's declare it a summer of pride. What? Happy summer of pride. Yuck. Hello, my name is Admiral Rachel Levine. Stop it. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, if you disagree with that, share the video. If that makes you want to puke, then give this video a thumbs up. Oh, because it's... It's worse. Wait till you see this. Wait until you see this. A non-binary God. And these people say they believe in Jesus Christ. This is blasphemy at the highest levels. The Sparkle Creed. I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit who shatters our image of one white light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints 
As all right, all right, all right. Let's shut that off. That's blasphemy. I don't even like that coming into the ears of the LFA TV headphones. We got to get that off the panel. We got to get that off the stage. We got to get that off the spotlight. But I just wanted to give you like, I don't know, like a, just a quick idea, ladies and gentlemen, of what they're trying to do. But I have a story of winning. How many want to hear a story of winning? Eli, do you like winning? Eli said he loves winning. Loves it. And I think you guys love winning too. And I know that man on the screen over there, he loves winning as well. So I want to give you a story of winning. Are you ready for this? Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we have uh, made a major, major stink in our little city of Claremont, New Hampshire, over the trans pride flag that, ha- that, was, that once was hanging in the town square here in the middle of our, uh, right in the middle of our, 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 our business district, right? In downtown where the city hall is and everything. And you know the story, right? At first, I, I had heard that it was the, the mayor who did it unilaterally. Then the mayor said, no, no, no. It was a permit process through the city manager's office, which ended up actually being correct. I went to the city manager's office. I got met with, <laughs> you know, as usual, especially when I told her what I wanted to put up, which is the pro-life flag, okay? You guys know all that. And then I went and I showed you that video where I walked by the, the TLC Family Center and they had a pride flag or a trans flag in every single window. Ladies and gentlemen, that was on a Thursday, if you remember correctly, last week. On Friday, I went camping. Saturday, camping. Sunday, camping. When I came back, I found out that on Friday of last week, which was not even a full 24 hours later, and which was three days, four days prior to when their or three days prior to when their actual permit was up, they not only took down the trans pride flag in the town square, but they literally took down every single bit, every morsel of anything to do with pride or trans at this TLC Learning Center, not even 24 hours later. Eli, we went by. Did you see a morsel? There wasn't a color. (laughs) Anything but, you know what they had? They literally changed it all out with red, white, and blue. One flag of red, white, and blue, but still red, white, and blue. Ladies and gentlemen, that is winning. And all that took was standing up. Now, we're still going to go through the process as soon as we get the flag, and we're going to put our flag up there. That's still happening. And we're not going to take ours down until the time is up. But ladies and gentlemen, that is the, uh, the fruit of the labor of standing up. That's the fruit of the labor of declaring in Jesus' name that these atrocities do not happen. And sometimes just one citizen standing up can make a huge difference. So all glory goes to God. We thank Jesus in his name because it was in his name that we rebuked that garbage. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, it is a wonderful, wonderful sight to see. If that makes you happy and you're just joining in, give us a thumbs up. That's just a uh, just a quick thumbs up on the mobile app. That's a quick thumbs up on um, the website and uh, anywhere else. It's your watching Rumble. It's just a quick thumbs up and please share the video because winning is something that we should all celebrate. Amen. All right. I hope you guys are enjoying our weekend shows. We're going to be adding weekend shows as well. And I must take this time to let you know that the great, the courageous, the godly man himself, Drew Hernandez, starts here on LFA TV at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single day, Monday through Friday, following Will Johnson's Culture Wars. And now we have got a team. Now we've got an army. We've got an army. We've got a family. We've got a community. We've got God. We've got the armor of God. We're now getting in tight with Trump. Is there any stopping the movement? I don't think so. The best is yet to come. Amen. Woo! I got goosebumps, baby. I got goosebumps. Let's go to the Lord right now. Please open up your Jesus Calling books if you have your evening version. And let's go to June 28th, year of our Lord, 2023. I created you with a great capacity to enjoy beauty and goodness. To enjoy beauty and goodness. No, Michelle, he starts next Monday. Next Monday, okay? The day before 4th of July. Man in America is still here. Sometimes they just don't send us shows. That's all. He's still here. He's just going to move back an hour. I created you with a great capacity to enjoy beauty and goodness. Your soul resonates with these blessings 
drawing strength from them. Look the right way toward blessings, toward me. And the joy of my presence will shine upon you. Now, before we get to the actual verses in which this was pulled from, big shout out to Ryan Matta in the chat. Matta Effect, 2 p.m. every day here on LFA TV. Um, I told you guys a story on Rise Up, maybe even on LFA, that when I go outside in the mornings, I like to stop halfway to the truck. I like to just close my eyes and I like to listen to the world around me. And now if I listen to the world around me with my eyes closed and I talk to God for at least just... 60 seconds, 120 seconds, just a couple minutes before I get in the truck. Literally every sound you hear, the birds, the bees, you know, the hummingbirds, the trucks, the people talking, the dogs barking, the lawnmowers mowing. That's all the sound of God, baby. He created everything. That's all the sound of God, the sound of music. That is music to my ears, and I feel beauty, and I just feel the, 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 the amazingness that God created. And then when you look all around you, you just stop and just stop listening to the news for a second. Stop fighting politics for just a few minutes. And you look around you and you see the masterpiece that he's created. The artwork that he's created in the fields and in the valleys and in the oceans and in the lakes and in the ponds and in the mountains. Oh, it's just amazing. And that's what he wants you to do because that's where you draw strength from. Amen. Philippians 4, 8, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things, those things, and that's it. That's the answer to life. And Numbers 6, 25, for all those who take notes, the Lord makes his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord's face is literally on everything, on everything. Sometimes that whole stop and take a breath thing, it isn't just a stereotype or a cliche, you know? Um, all right. So that was number 625 and Philippians 4, 8. And before you turn out the light tonight, turn your sights towards what is true, noble, lovely, and right. And be encouraged. Oh, be encouraged above all things. Please remove your hats. Some of you are going to continue to share the video. That's fine. But in Jesus' name, we will go to the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. I got to tell you, folks, we have had one heck of a ride here on LFA TV these last eight months, nine months. And, um, you know, I said it this morning, we've done it together. All of you, Eli, producer Frankie, Mike Crispy, Anna Perez, Will Johnson, Sean Farish, you know, uh, I mean, everybody back to Antonio and Isabella and, 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 and Ryan and Kevin. It's just, I never, ever, ever, ever imagined that what was in our heads would actually come to fruition and that we would make this kind of a, uh, a dent in the evilness that's in this country. And I'm surprised every day. I really am surprised every single day. And it's really a thanks to all you. So a hat tip to you. Let's lift up our cups and let's have our first slurp of Rise Up Coffee. Going back to the slurping days. Jeremy, I like how you called Sean last night and did the Lord's Prayer before you said another word. That was wonderful. Well, would you guys like to hear another quick story before we start the news? Can you give me just two minutes? For all of you that did not watch Rise Up this morning, um... God was tugging on me while we were waiting for Trump to enter the room last night, uh, yesterday. He was tugging on me. He said, you got to say a prayer before Trump comes in the room. You got to bless this room before Trump comes in. Trump is an anointed man. Bless this room. Bless this room. And I kept pushing back. And if you didn't uh, hear the story this morning, it's truly incredible. For a good minute, I was pushing back. And I'm like, no, we already said a prayer outside. I don't need to say a prayer in here. All these people are God-fearing people. They've all probably said silent prayers anyway. And... Uh, and God kept saying, you're running out of time. You're running out of time. Trump was getting ready to come in. This guy was announcing him. He said, you're running out of time. You better, you better bless the room. And so all of a sudden, I just everybody was talking in the room. The room was all loud and excited. And I just said, ladies and gentlemen, everybody kind of just came to a stop real quick. And I said, can we please say a prayer to God to bless this room before Trump comes in? And everybody was like immediately head down. 
Right, Eli? Everybody, head down, quiet. Yes, sir, please. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we ask God. We ask God for forgiveness, and we ask God, and we repented, and we, we asked God to put an armor of God around Trump, and, we, and we, we prayed, and we thanked God, and we gave all glory to God, and we prayed you know, over Trump's appearance there. And I'll tell you what, after that, everything felt so wonderful and so great and so, and, and so grand. And I got to tell you, you got to put prayer before everything. You got to put prayer before everything. It's got to be at the center and at the beginning of everything you do. Now, I'm not saying that I live that way 100%, but I want to because every time I do, it makes all the difference in the world. So just wanted to tell that story real quick. First and foremost section, here we go. Joe Biden made his full day of, well, three hours. (laughs) That's a full day for Joe Biden, isn't it? Made his full day of three hours rounds today with media. A day like most, getting out of bed, Oh, some little girl, some little girl's hair, corn pop, corn pop. Oh, gets up every day, struggling to even read a teleprompter with pretty little colors, just so it, you know, kind of guides him the right way. This is Joe's day, right? And then everybody noticed today that he had these lines across his face. What are these lines on Joe's face? They look like they were markings, like that somebody would put a strap on like his head, like he'd be wearing some kind of a mask or something, like some kind of a gas mask. I mean, these straps were really wide. That's what it looked like. So the White House immediately comes out because you could not, I mean, do we have a, I think we have a picture of this. Let's put a a side-by-side up here. I have a picture right here. Okay, check this out there. See right here. I got my cursor right here on Joe's face. Look at this line. I mean, that is definitely a strap of some kind. So, of course, the White House had to scramble and say, oh, this is sleep apnea. He uses a CPAP machine for sleep apnea. Okay. I understand that. I get that 100%. But if Joe Biden has needed a, a CPAP machine for sleep apnea, then how come we've never seen it before? Are you telling me that in his old age of 416 with his adrenochrome-ridden body, are you meaning to tell me that he just now started having sleep apnea and needing the assistance of a CPAP machine to go to sleep at night? Because I've never seen this before. So it makes you wonder, what do they really have strapped on Joe's face? What kind of medicine are they pumping this man full of so that he can show up for three hours a day and fumble and mumble and bumble his way through the media press uh, every single day? That's their statement, though. (laughs) It's sleep apnea. It's a CPAP machine. Now, it could be. It could be a sleep apnea machine, but I'm just saying it's kind of odd. And I think Joe is is really, really, really getting to the end of his rope. I don't think he's going to physically be able to, and and it's the best interest for the uh, for the Democrat the Democratic Party for Joe Biden to not be able to physically continue because that means that they don't have to get rid of him at the same time as expose themselves. So then the idiot comes on TV today, and he is an idiot. I'm sorry, he just is. He comes on TV today. And he admits to having 68 private meetings, private meetings with Xi Jinping, where the two of them became so close. And it would have been inappropriate for Barack to have these meetings with Xi Jinping, but not me. And he picks his nose and looks like he eats his booger. Roll the clip. Probably won't be able to understand him. I've long said, and I mean this, I was on the Tibetan Plateau with Xi Jinping. I've traveled 17,000 miles with him. I've spoken with him more than any other head of state because it started when I was vice president and President Hu was the president Who? and he was the vice president. We knew he was going to be successful. It was inappropriate for Barack to spend that time with him, but I, I spent a lot of time with him. I met alone with him, just he and I, and a simultaneous interpreter 68 times, 68 hours, 68 times, more than 68 hours. By the way, I turned in all my notes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Long said. Yeah, okay, by the way, I turned in all my notes. Yeah, he had to make sure that he followed up with that real quick, especially after that gaffe that he made with the uh, Indian prime minister the other day after he called him president of India. But the Indian prime minister the other day when he was talking about selling secrets, the man's just coming out with more and more and more and more stuff. So he says, let's just break this down real quick because this isn't just an innocent conversation. He says it was 
it was not appropriate for Barack Obama to meet with Xi Jinping because we knew that when who was on his way out, who? Exactly. Who's on first? Who's on second? Exactly. When he's on his way out, that Xi Jinping is his successor. So it was inappropriate for Barack to have those kind of meetings with him, especially the one-on-one private meetings. So if it's inappropriate for the president of the United States to have these one-on-one meetings with no, re- no, no video cameras, no audio, just notes, right? If it is okay... For if it's not okay for Barack Obama, then why is it okay for the for Barack Obama's uh, replacement if something were to happen to him? It's not. It's not. And I'll guarantee you that at that moment, knowing that Xi Jinping was going to come into power, those 68 meetings back when Joe Bre- Joe Biden at least had his uh, had has some kind of a wit with him. Um, those meetings set up everything that you're seeing today. Isn't it weird? They're both in power. Joe Biden and Xi Jinping, both in power, both destroying America together, and Biden won't stand up to them at all. I had 68 meetings with Xi Jinping. It was appropriate for Bob Mama to have meetings with him, but I had meetings with him 68 times, 68 hours, more than 68 hours, 68 times. I handed all my notes. I handed all my notes, he says. Man is on his way out. Whether, you like, whether, we, whether we called it or didn't call it or should have happened a long time ago, it's getting so bad now, ladies and I mean, I just don't see, I just don't see that this man even lasts that long. I mean, I don't know what kind of dope that they're shooting this guy up with. But then, now that the media has turned on him, okay, the media has clearly turned on the garbage pail kid of the White House, Mean Jean Corrine Pierre, and they've clearly turned on Trump, and it's only going to get, I mean, uh, Biden, and it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse as he snaps at them. As he snaps at them and as Kareen Jean-Pierre uh, doesn't answer them and Kirby doesn't answer them, the more they're going to get mad because you're not giving them anything. So they're going to have to turn on you. So they asked him today. They asked him today about his son's shakedown of the Chinese company while he was in power. And he's, no, no, he says, no. Unbelievable. Let's roll the clip. Falls for you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? It's were you right. involved? Were no, you involved? I wasn't. Were you? Involved? I wasn't, were you, I don't know. Were you? No. I think, Hunt, you know, what we saw with Hunter appearing at the state dinner was, in my suspicion, was the president, his son wanted to come, so his son's going to come to the dinner. Was that optically easier for the White House and the White House communications team? Absolutely not. But I suspect that was more in the family circumstance of him wanting to come and wanting to just, the president wanting to show that he loves his son and he's standing by him. The Hunter Biden story the scandal, the this, the that, it's also the story of a father's love. And Joe Biden has never and will never give up on his son, never. son Hunter, never. and will never treat him lesser than. Never. And so he is a father first. Oh. Take it or leave it. Oh, yeah. Distinguished guests, please make your way to your seats. Dinner will begin shortly. Thank you. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the Democrats trying to come up with anything they can because they know, they know that uh, that Hunter is. Hunter was the Pandora's box, right? But here's what you also have to have: you have to have a Republican Party with a backbone. You have to have a Republican Party with a backbone, and that means if the Republican Party, if the establishment in there is not going to have the backbone to take down this very apparent crime lord. then you're going to have to have those 20 that held out to begin with on Speaker McCarthy. You're going to have to put a motion to vacate in right now. You're just going to have to do it. You're going to have to stop waiting until it benefits you, and you're going to have to put in a motion to vacate right now. Because we're going to go into this whole thing with Kevin McCarthy a little later in the show, but Trump is absolutely livid with him right now. And you know what, Trump? You should be, and you should also, and and, and less... Unless you guys are up to something, which I doubt, because everything that I've, everything that I'm hearing is this this guy Kevin McCarthy is. I mean, we all know he's Tim Ryan 2.0. We've called him Kevin McCoward for a reason. We've gave him his props when his props were due. But now he's completely turning on Trump because the establishment machine is now in full campaign mode. Do you know who's more mad about losing to Trump in 2016 than the Democrats and Hillary Clinton? It's the Rhino establishment. 
It's the Paul Ryans. It's the Bush family. It's the McCain's. It's, it's all of these losers. It's the Frank Luntz's. It's the Sean Hannity's. They're all absolutely upset and irate that Trump beat the snot out of them and took over their party, and now they can't get their party back because MAGA is just too big. So they're coming at Trump full force. So expect everything when it comes to these primaries. And I support Trump not going to that first debate. Why does he need to? He's absolutely smoking the field, and he's getting further ahead. McCarthy, your you-know-what is grass because now we're coming after you too. And we are going to force Lauren Boebert. We are going to force Chuck Grassley. We are going to force Andy Biggs. We are going to force Matt Gates. We are going to force these individuals to put up a motion to vacate because we will make their lives an absolute living hell until they do. We have power in this country. You've seen the way that we back down this LGBTQ loser company in this town. You have power with your voice. It's time to start making these people do what we need them to do. And McCarthy being out of, way is, out of the way is number one. Vicky says, Sean Hannity. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> don't get me started. Don't get me started. Hack. Such a hack. And up until recently, Mark Levin was too, but I think Mark Levin has had enough. I think Mark Levin has had enough. You're starting to echo the same kind of stuff you're hearing here on this network, which is really the only truth. Now, I want to move from that real quick because I want to go to this audio that we showed you earlier on LFA, Live from America at 11 a.m. At this point, you guys have all heard the papers rustling and this, that, and the other, right? Nothing there. But do you guys know that that leaked audio tape that we are all listening to today and over the last couple days? Do you know that that was not part of the original 31 classified document indictment in Florida? Did you know that? Did you know that they kind of screwed themselves by filing it in Florida because they had no idea that God was on the move, on the move, hallelujah, and had uh, Judge Eileen Cannon lined up to be the lead judge, and now they're screwed? And now this leak in which we know that this leak did not come from Trump's team in any way, shape, or form, which I'm going to lay out here in just a second beautifully, like no other uh, station can. But the leakers should be in prison right now. Right now. That's one thing that Mark Levin said that was actually absolutely true. The people that leaked this, this is highly illegal. These are felonies. They should be in prison right now. Trump's gonna, Trump should easily be able to get this case dismissed based on just muddying up the jury pool, tainting the jury pool with these leaks. It's a good thing that these things are happening. I got to tell you, talking with Trump yesterday, I've never seen a man so sure of what's going to happen. And he's like, bring them all on. Bring on the indictments. They're just screwing themselves. They are, and it sucks for us to have to go through. But remember God's promise. If you're patient through all of this crap, if they're throwing mud on you and you're down there and you're still praising in Jesus' name and you're still believing and you still have faith and you are still unwavered in your belief in what's going to happen, then what comes out the other side is exactly what Donald Trump is telling you is going to come out the other side. We talked about this morning when we were reading the Bible and rise up that it said, be patient. Best, the best is yet to come. Trump was saying the best was yet to come back when he left in January of 2020. We had to go through this. And it's okay. It's okay because you were built for this kind of time. It's what you're here for. But let's, I want to lay this out. This is going to be incredible. For weeks, special Jack Smith, special counsel Jack Smith, Special Jack. <laughs> hey, Special Jack, Eli. <laughs> Special Jack Smith, I like it, has been leaking allegations to the, uh, to the mainstream media on alleged classified information on a report discussed by President Trump and his associates and written by dumb, dumb Mark uh, White Rage Millie, who surrendered, to Afghanistan, uh, surrendered Afghanistan to the Taliban and turned over $80 billion worth of our equipment. Milley wrote a report on his invasion plans into Iran that included the deployment of a massive number of troops into the Islamic State. This was obviously not taken seriously by President Trump or his staff because actions speak a heck of a lot louder than words. Amen? Trump was the first U.S. president in decades to keep the U.S. out of wars. Now, this recent leak by Special Jack Smith (laughs) involved Mark Milley and some nonsense that he wrote about invading Iran. We all know that. But what I really like about this, ladies and gentlemen, is this whole thing coming out right now is so that they can bring up an indictment in New Jersey because this happened in Bedminster. 
This was not part of the original 31. If so, then why didn't it get put into the Florida filing? See what I'm saying? See, they thought they were going to get a friendly for a judge in Florida. God had different plans. You know what they're doing? They're judge shopping. That's what that's called. They're literally shopping for the best judge that will give them the best outcome. Now they know that, hey, hey, fat Alvin Bragg is worthless and he's not going to be able to do anything. That case is done. Next. We know that Georgia is going to be worthless, worthless when they bring that indictment because look at the grand jury. Look at the lead of the grand jury. Greta 2.0. How dare you? That's already done. We know the Florida case is done because Judge Eileen Cannon is there and she's at least somewhat of a good judge that actually goes by the law and they're screwed. So what are they going to do? They got to leak this audio that they have that means absolutely nothing just so they can have the justification to charge him in Jersey because it happened in Bedminster so they can hopefully get a friendly. You see what's happening here? The entire game plan is to muddy the waters. Now, back on June 10th, I want to give a big shout out to Paul Sperry on Twitter because on June 10th, Paul Sperry, let's see if we can bring this up on the screen here. He said this, you read it here first, he says. Breaking sources say special counsel Jack Smith does not actually have the supposed smoking gun doc Trump is heard on an audio talking about, which means he cannot prove that it's classified and thus prove Trump knew it was classified. Prosecutors have no real evidence to show jurors. They don't. They never have. They never have. Jamie, you said it right. They ain't got shift, as always. They never will. So what this network is here to do, and what I'm here to do specifically on Live from America is to line these things up and let you guys know what you're going to hear for the next week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, and where they're going with this. But understand that you have the facts here first and that they have no case and they're judge shopping. And the only thing that they have is they keep doing this and the rhinos of the establishment can say, do we really want Trump? He's bogged down with all of this legal stuff that they created. All of this legal stuff that they created. Unbelievable. Teflon Don, you said it right. Amen. Now check this out, ladies and gentlemen. On the heels of that, a new poll out. 66% of American voters. That is two-thirds of the country. This is asking everybody, from Democrat to liberal to conservative to, to, to progressive to Marxist to independent, two-thirds of America believe that the 2024 presidential election will be affected by cheating. So if that poll is correct, and I've seen other polls that actually mirror that same exact kind of analytic, those same kind of numbers, if that is in any way true, if two-thirds of our country do not believe that the election will be in any way fair whatsoever and that it will be affected by cheating, then our way of life is already gone. We're not fighting to save anything anymore. We're fighting for a rebirth of America. You have to understand this. Let me say that one more time. We are not fighting to save the America that you and I grew up in. That America is dead. If two-thirds of the country do not believe in our most sacred act of voting to people that can represent us in a constitutional republic, then the country is already dead. It is buried. But that's okay because out of the ashes will rise all of the good from the previous America and all of the bad will be gone. Well, not all of it, but a lot of it, most of it. And we can compound on that good and we can bring it back the way it should be. Now, you may argue, Jeremy, it's not dead. We still do this. Jeremy, it's not dead. We still do that. Doesn't matter what we still do. If two thirds of the country does not believe in our most sacred act of electing our, elect, uh, our, our officials, then we're already dead. Dave Bray and I were ahead of this years ago when we wrote a song called America is Dying. I don't see no love nowhere. I believe the words to that song went, they say America is dying. They say America is dead. But there's a lot of people lying. And there's a lot left unsaid. Like we got people in the streets. Remember that song? 
think we were right on target. But then we followed that up with a rebirth of America. Rebirth of America. It's been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. As long as I'm bleeding, I'm going to never stop screaming that we first in America. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America. Long as I'm living and breathing, I'm keeping my freedom. And now that God has turned his face back towards this beautiful country from sea to shining sea, we can make America great again by making America godly again. It is a rebirth. It is a rebirth. Ladies and gentlemen, please, please do me the favor. Rumble this video. Just give it a thumbs up across all platforms. It is just the thumbs up. And if you have not yet, can you do me the ever so kind favor of sharing this video? I would absolutely appreciate it and love you forever. Also, 10 a.m. Saturdays here on LFA TV, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Trumpet Daily with Stephen Flurry. Have you not seen the show? It is on fire. Off the hook, as the kids say these days. Maybe that's even old now. Maybe I'm becoming a boomer. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Trumpet Daily every Saturday here at 10 a.m. But don't worry, you don't have to wait till Saturday to check out Trumpet Daily. You can watch Trumpet Daily every day. You can make it part of your news. Maybe Stephen Flurry will end up having a show here every day, someday. Who knows? Maybe. But his shows are amazing. But even better yet, you can go to thetrumpet.com. Thetrumpet.com. And you can sign up for all their newsletters and all of their physical publications for free. Books, free. Sent right to you. It's amazing. TrumpetDaily.com or TheTrumpet.com. And while you're at it, folks, do not forget about another one of our beautiful, wonderful sponsors, and that's EnviroCleanse. It's EnviroCleanse. Now, on real submarines that don't sink and die, which I think is a lot more to that than meets the eye. Didn't even mean to rap there, but you get what I'm saying. There's more there to uncover. But on real Navy submachines, they use the home air purification system known as EnviroCleanse. In over 100,000 schools, they use the home air purification system known as the EnviroCleanse. In my house, we use the EnviroCleanse. In my mom's house, where she has COPD, she uses the EnviroCleanse. Mike Crispy uses the EnviroCleanse. And look at him. He's a mean, green, globalist fighting machine who drinks Field of Greens, isn't he? <laughs> Baby, yes, Frankie. There it is one more time. Let's go. There he is. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, honestly and truly, this will protect your home from all sorts of viruses, chemicals, smells. They put six of these down in East Palestine, Ohio. They did wonders down there. They rid the home from 85 to 95% of all chemical smells, odors, toxins, anything coming through your house, flus, sicknesses. If you got kids, dogs coming in and out, have this thing pumping all the time. Your air is as clean as a whistle and it will change the way you sleep. You won't have sleep apnea if you have this bad boy ekpure.com. Look at that. Ricky says using mine too. ekpure.com using the promo code LFA. You'll get a free air monitor kit worth $150. ekpure.com. Made in America and full money back guarantee. Look at that up there. Look at that up there. That was when President Trump was signing the gingerbread cookie and made fun of my fat stomach. And he said, I'd eat this ginger cookie in two minutes like this guy right here and points at my stomach. Watch, you're about to see it. Ready? They're signing this big old ginger cookie here, gingerbread cookie. By the way, real good. <laughs> good. Watch this. He said, watch your point at me. I need it in two minutes. Like this, like you. He said <laughs> when he pointed at me. Get out of here, Trump. Get out of here. From what I understand, if, if a New Yorker uh, does that with you, that's a sign of, uh, uh, of love. So, hey, I'll take it, right? I'll take it. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. The crooked GOP, they want to make Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. Do you see him right here? There he is. Oh, I'm never going to be a Supreme Court justice. Uh, I'm never going to be anything. Uh, I'm just a lapdog. Uh, I'm about to be locked up someday. Uh, I hope Trump never comes back. Uh, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, he will be grilled by the House committees, but they're going to wait until September. Now, why would they do that? Why would they wait until September? In May, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene introduced articles of impeachment against Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. Where are they? Where are they? Where are the articles of impeachment, Marjorie? Marjorie's been a lot of all talk for her fundraising, but no service. I can tell you that. And we're going to get to that in a little while because I'm a little bit more ticked off than I normally am. But let's get back to this. Monday, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said he will start the impeachment of U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland by July 6th over the whistleblower testimony. Remember, I reported it to you. 
Don't make me a liar. Oh, but the GOP did. Now, today, we discovered that Merrick Garland will testify before the House Judiciary Committee, but not until September. Not until September. Well, we've got a report here from OAN. Let's pop this on. I respect OAN. General Merrick Garland is slated to testify before the House Judiciary Committee amid mounting scrutiny. He's scheduled to appear at a hearing with the GOP-led panel September 20th, where he will likely be grilled by Chairman Jim Jordan and others over the Hunter Biden plea deal. The AG is also facing criticism from Republicans over special counsel Jack Smith's prosecution of Trump. Now, House Republicans are considering opening an impeachment inquiry against Garland over IRS whistleblower allegations about the Biden probe. Garland has denied accusations of wrongdoing and also defended Smith's work. Yeah, I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. Thank you, OAN. We appreciate that. Um, You know, another station out there to try to do what they can to take down this evil, evil cabal. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Waiting until September. So you know what we have to do. I think tomorrow, Eli, I think we'll go through the alphabet starting tomorrow. Can you write this down? Because I really don't want to forget this. I really want to make this happen. Let's go through the alphabet. Tomorrow, we'll choose A through whatever. And we'll um, we'll call a few people in the house and we'll demand... We will demand by the thousands every day through the alphabet, day by day, that they start these impeachments process immediately. We're not waiting another flipping day. Moving on. Who talked to President Trump yesterday? Oh, that's right, Jeremy Harrell and Heather Mullins. (laughs) Thanks, Melanie. Melanie Collier, we love Melanie Collier. God bless Melanie, we love you. She does a lot of work down there in, uh, in Georgia, and she's kicking butt and taking names. Check this out. A Wuhan, you know, China, where the Wuhan, all right, because it comes from China. Wuhan researcher Chao Shan claims that COVID-19 was definitely engineered as a bioweapon from the very beginning. From the very beginning, it was engineered as a bioweapon, says Wuhan researcher Chao Shan. And you want to know who first reported this back in May? Got to give it to Jim Hoft from the Gateway Pundit. He got it, ladies and gentlemen. In a breaking report by CNBC Wuhan Institute of Virology researcher Chao Shen, allegedly told Jennifer Zeng in this uh, disclosed TV report that I'm going to read right now. According to an, N- an ANI report, a researcher from the Wuhan Institute of Virology claims that China allegedly engineered the coronavirus as a bioweapon from the beginning. Of course they did. You'd have to be an idiot not to know that. We've only been screaming that for three years. In an interview shared by ANI, Chao Shao told Jennifer Zhang, a member of the International Press Association, that he and his colleagues were given four strains of the virus to determine which strain could spread most effectively. Zhang, a Chinese-born human rights activist and author, took the interview between March and April of 2020. Chao Shao recounted an incident where another researcher from the Institute, Shen Chao, admitted that their superior had given them four strains of the coronavirus to test their ineffective, ineffectivity across various species, including humans. Chao Shao also referred to the coronavirus as a bioweapon. He further mentioned that several of his colleagues had gone missing during the 2019 military world games held in Wuhan. One of the missing researchers later disclosed that they were sent to hotels accommodating athletes from different countries to inspect health and hygiene conditions. Chao Xiao suspected that their real purpose was to spread the virus as checking hygiene conditions did not require virologists. So that means that they required virologists to go to these hotels where athletes that were traveling to China were staying to infect them because they knew they were going to go to all corners of the world with the coronavirus bio-weapon. And we all know this. It's time for the world to know this. Please share this video if you have not yet. Let's get it out there so that they understand that they're setting us up for another one, folks. What do you think all of these people coming in the southern border and the northern border are here to do? They're here so that the WHO can claim a pandemic next year over anything, gun violence, malaria, hepatitis, whatever. 
because we're starting to see diseases pour into this country that we've not seen in decades. Just in time for Xi Jinping with his spy bases in Cuba and the WHO next year to take over again right before the election. Not under our watch. First step is knowing what they're doing. Knowing their plan. Because now the first local spread of malaria in the United States of America in 20 years has been detected in Florida and Texas. Great job, Governor Ron DeSantis and Governor Greg Abbott. Hey, Ron DeSantis, maybe get your butt off the campaign trail and go deal with this breakout of malaria in your state. Hey, Governor Greg Abbott, how about roll out of the state, out of your office for a minute and actually put boots on the ground and stop the spread of malaria by stopping the invasion of our country? You worthless losers, because that's really what you are. I don't really care how well you're doing in the polls. I don't really care how well your state loves you. Losers. Losers. And dumb, dumb award of the day, too. I'm so tired of inefficiency. And I'm not what I appear to be. There it is. Dumb, dumb award of the day. Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis letting this crap happen. You states can put a stop to this. You just don't want to. First spread of malaria in 20 years. Wow, just ahead of the elections, huh? First local outbreak of malaria in 20 years has been reported in Florida and Texas, according to the CDC. On Monday, the CDC issued an urgent health advisory. Well, of course they did. Who cares? Nobody cares. Confirming the first local outbreak of malaria in the United States in over 20 years, locally acquired cases of plasmodium vivex malaria have been identified in Florida and Texas, prompting concerns of possible resurgence. And I wonder who in the H-E double hockey sticks brought it here. And I wonder who in the H-E double hockey sticks funded it to get here. Over the last two months, four cases have emerged in Florida. With a single case reported in Texas, there's no current evidence suggesting a connection between the two cases in the two states. Oh, really? You mean like there was no connection of people coming across the southern border? Okay. Okay. Remember what I reported to you guys the other day about the CDC being in cahoots with the teachers' unions? about COVID lockdowns and about masking children and about destroying our children's lives and no parents had a say-so and no parents had a voice. We just covered that story two days ago. Well, after the report of that story came out, maybe they got it from us, maybe they didn't, House panel is now demanding records of all calls during the pandemic between the CDC and the teacher union boss, Weingarten. God bless America. Thank you. I don't care if they got it from us or somebody else. I'm glad somebody's doing something about it. Yesterday, the House, of, uh, the House Coronavirus Pandemic Subcommittee demanded the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to hand over all phone records and conversations between Dr. Rochelle Walensky and the American Federation of Teachers President Randy Weingarten. Committee Chairman Brad Wenstrup, an Ohio Republican, expressed his concerns about the potentially political interference um, in a letter to Walensky asking for the records after Weingarten told Congress she had the head, CDC's head direct phone number. So let's get to the bottom of this too. But here's the thing. Oh, thank you, Patsy Boatwright. God bless you. Jeremy, this is for giving Abbott the Dumb Dumb Award. I'll give him another one. You want to give him another one? I'll give him a whole big bag of Dumb Dumbs. Thank you. Thank you, Patsy. We really appreciate you. We really appreciate you. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, here, these investigations, they're only going to matter if somebody in the House starts getting a motion to vacate and get a House speaker in there that's actually going to make sure that they hammer these people through the swamp, hammer these people through the mud, and drag them through the same mud that they drug Donald Trump and all of us through, right? Amen? So, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, Folks, we've got one more quick break here for a couple sponsors, and then I've got, uh, we're getting into Trump, how mad he is at Kevin McCarthy right now. And he should be. But he should have expected it coming. He definitely should have expected it coming. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go and get a word from our sponsor over at 4Patriots, folks. Uh, Can I get a show of hands in the live thread how many people have ordered from 4Patriots? Because uh, I think it's very important that we know the the necessary... uh, It's going to be a necessity to have this stuff. I can tell you that. Over the next year and a half, you're going to use something from 4Patriots more than you're not. 
So whether it's the Patriot Power Generator 2000X or the Platinum Upgrade or the Expansion Pack or the smaller uh, solar panel, it could be the survival food. My wife and I have some of the survival food. I'd like to get up to a year. We haven't been able to, uh, you know, we can't, we can't afford everything that we want, right? We haven't been able to afford everything that we want. But look at that black bean burger mix kits, four-week survival kits, six-month-long survival kit, year-long survival kit for just under $3,000, meat and protein deluxe survival food kit bars. Every time you buy something from 4 a portion of all your money goes towards veterans' families. So if you do shop there for anything, I know nothing's cheap these days, but if you get anything from there, make sure, folks, that you put in the promo code LFA. Save yourself 10% on everything there. All made in America. Another thing that's made in America is my pillow, folks. And of course, I haven't been promoting my pillow for a long time, and I don't know why, because the guy is still fighting the good fight. We still see him out there, Mike Lindell, every day. He's got Fourth of July specials. He's still got overstock lists. There's still a promo code. There's even a landing page, mypillow.com LFA. Mypillow.com slash LFA. Look at that. Biggest bed sheet sale ever. We've got the Giza Elegance My Pillows, Fourth of July special as low as $19.98. We got the four-pack special for under 100 bucks. The my, pat, uh, my Mattress Topper over here for 215 bucks. Of course, I would promote his coffee, but I think Rise Up Coffee is better. I'm not going to lie. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you still continue to support only Made in America products, and that's one of them right there, okay? All right, reports are Trump is absolutely livid with Kevin McCarthy, and I agree. It is inarguable that the rise of Kevin McCarthy can be directly tied to the rise of Donald J. Trump. He said that Kevin McCarthy was going to be Speaker of the House years ago. And that wave swept Trump into office, paved the way for multiple events that put Kevin McCarthy in the position that he found himself in at the beginning of this year. Somebody else that I think that kind of shares that same kind of, uh, um, you know, coattail riding is Ron DeSantis. And you see where these people's loyalties lie. The Trump folks will tell you, including me, that Kevin McCarthy would not be speaker if not for Trump. I'm sure that Trump had a positive impact on the 2022 midterms, but it's clear that Donald Trump's initial rise to power and the Democrats' crazed reactions to Trump made it all possible for Kevin McCarthy. Okay? But I'm going to tell you one thing right now. Word is coming out because of what Kevin McCarthy did to Donald J. Trump saying he doesn't think that he's the strongest candidate going into this election. Seems the Trump team is absolutely livid with that. And there's some plans in place to get this man out of the speakership. That's all I know. I don't know who's going to do it. I don't know who's going to be the leader of it. I don't know who's going to be the representative that's got the steel brass, you know what, to take care of it. And I don't know what the likelihood is of the vote. But I can tell you what, Donald Trump doesn't do anything half-hearted. Everything is wholehearted. And he's going to do what he can to make sure that this piece of crap and Ron DeSantis, that piece of crap, gets what's coming to them. We're sick and tired of it. We're ready for a motion to vacate and starting tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do our part because we know the Trump campaign is going to be doing their part. But here's what I want to know. If the Trump team is livid with Speaker McCarthy and the Trump MAGA base is livid with Speaker McCarthy, and MTG's rise is only because of Donald J. Trump, then why haven't we seen Marjorie Taylor Greene say a darn thing through all of this? Why didn't Marjorie Taylor Greene stand up and say, whoa, 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 back up the rhino truck, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, President Trump is my guy. If it wasn't for President Trump, I wouldn't be a representative. If it wasn't for President Trump, I would never have ever ridden on Air Force One. Okay? If it wasn't for President Trump, I would be still... Possibly just running my business, married with my family. Who knows? But I am very, very disappointed. Marjorie Taylor Greene is nowhere to be found as her close ally, Kevin McCarthy, sells out President Donald J. Trump to the corporate media. While on CNBC Tuesday morning, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said he doesn't know if President Trump's strong enough candidate to, uh, to be, the, spe- to be the, uh, the, uh, the nominee for the Republican Party. Laura Loomer said, President Trump, it's time to stop playing games with Speaker McCarthy and just destroy McCarthy's career while we can. Amen. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, shame on you. We're going to light you up too. 
We're going to light up your social media, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and we demand you come on LFA TV. We demand you come back on Live from America, and we demand that you have a conversation with me, your humble host, Jeremy Harrell. I'll be fair. I won't yell at you. I'm sure you'll yell at me. You yell at me, I'm going to yell back at you, but we'll have a fair conversation. I want you to stand up and put your money where your mouth is, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. We go way back like four flats on a Cadillac, but they're about to be flat again. Matter of fact, they're already flat. You need to come back and air them up. Spew some of that hot air out of your mouth and blow up these tires because I don't think you could save face any longer. So sick of rhinos selling out to the corporate media and to the establishment. Mary I.M. says, I've spent a small fortune on four Patriots. Thank you, Mary. God bless you. God bless you. Loomer also said DeSantis to his face that he is an establishment little (laughs) B-word. Matt Gates, where are you? We demand that you step up. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Anheuser-Busch. Boy, are they in some hot... I think they're done. I think Bud Light is done. Ladies and gentlemen, they brought the CEO of Anheuser-Busch on to save face for the company. The board said you got to get out there and save the company. And ladies and gentlemen, watch this pitiful act to try to save Anheuser-Busch. Ready? Here we go. Oh, and why did it, did it go so off the rails? Because that certainly wasn't your intention when you did one can to one person. Yeah, it's been a challenging uh, few weeks. And I think the, the conversation surrounding Bud Light has moved away from beer. Uh, and the conversation has become divisive. And Bud Light really doesn't belong there. Bud Light should be all about bringing people together. And there's an impact on the business. And I think that's publicly covered on Bud Light specifically. Yeah, so Uh, what was your intention? Take us to the beginning. What was your intention? What were you all trying to do here? And you've done this before, these promotional campaigns. Yeah, it it was, just to be clear, it was uh, was a gift. um, And it was was one cam. Uh, But for us, you know, as as we look to kind of the future and we look to moving forward, we have to understand um, the impact that it's had. And like I said, you know, uh, that, that impact has, has taken place. But it's the impact on our employees, the impact on our consumers, and as well, the impact on our partners. And I think I want, one thing that I'd love to make extremely clear uh, is that impact is my responsibility. Uh, and as the CEO, everything we do here, I'm accountable for. Given the moment we're in, this moment in America with trans issues at the top of a Republican social uh, or conservative uh, political agenda, Knowing what you know now, if you could go back, would you send this can to this one person again? There's a, a big social conversation ah, blah, taking blah, place right now. Blah, 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 blah. Somebody in the comments section said, Transheiser Bush. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, are you done with Bud Light? Let us know in the comment thread. Are you done with Bud Light? Let's give us a thumbs up if you like this video. Are you done with Bud Light? I would imagine you are. I know we're, I mean, we never drank Bud Light anyway on this day. <laughs> But, uh, you know, only only uh, small batch beer. Switch back for us, right? And ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to end the show. We're going to give the Smarty Award to the Kansas Attorney General. You ready for this? Ooh, he's going to make trans people mad everywhere. Let's, uh, let's roll this clip. Oh, we got sound? Hold on. Hold on. Doesn't look like we have sound, folks. There we go. All right. Uh, here we go. Now we got sound. All right. Kansas Attorney General about to make trans activists mad everywhere. Here we go. That uh, changing your birth certificate is not an option, uh, and that your driver's license will, in Kansas, reflect your sex at birth. Uh, but you can certainly appear in the picture any way you wish uh, on the driver's license. Um, but the, the driver's license uh, definition of sex will uh, will reflect Kansas state law, and that's my license. <laughs> so if you didn't hear that, he says, well, you're more than welcome to appear in your driver's license as any way as you want, but your driver's license is going to reflect what you were born at. You don't just get to be any gender you want. In Kansas, from now on, if you're, uh, you're going to have to switch your license back. If you have a trans license in Kansas, you got to go to the DMV and switch it back. If you were a boy, it's going to say you were a boy. Dress up and look as silly as you want, but if you're a boy, it's going to say you are a boy. How many people can say that man should get the Smarty Award of the Day today. Let's go ahead and cue that drum roll. Smarty Award of the Day today goes to Kansas Attorney General, ladies and gentlemen, and I think he deserves it. Anyway, Will Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, has already started his countdown for Culture Wars, so we're not going to want to miss that show next here on LFA TV. Thank you for being here. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. 
So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please go give Will some love, rumble his video, watch his show, he's got an incredible platform. And he's got an incredible way of delivering it. I love me some Will Johnson. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out, folks.